Welcome, everybody, to the Monster Baby Podcast. This is a curious romp through the worlds of mindfulness and improvisation. My name is Lisa Rowland. That oh. is Ted DeMaison. That, that over there. That over there is Ted DeMaison. That guy with a husky voice. That's right. The gentleman yeah. you're hearing is Ted DeMaison. I am Lisa Rowland. We are your co-hosts. Today we explore the fascinating worlds of extroversion and introversion. Yes, we're going to, we're going to talk about extroversion and introversion, and you're going to see that we have very different approaches. You may have noticed that already, perhaps. Uh, probably. If you're a Monster Baby regular listener, you've probably noticed it already, but yeah, we're going to talk about it and uh, explore the different sides, facets, maybe some misconceptions about extroversion and introversion. Yeah, but we do start out with like a little a little intro of, all right, you know, how are you dealing with this lockdown life? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So there's a little bit of uh, COVID-19 acknowledgement at the beginning before we get mm-hmm. into the extroversion, introversion part. Um, just how to check it in. So yeah. you'll, you'll hear that first. So we hope you're doing well wherever you are, whatever room you're in or whatever outdoor walk you're taking, hanging in there. We're so delighted you're with us and I hope this episode proves supportive and enjoyable for you. Indeed. Enjoy. Here we go. Boom. microphones going we've got you on a microphone and voice memo we're just like prepped we're ready to go we're basically a tv station we are uh basically we are also one extrovert and one introvert yes we are which 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 is is an interesting uh, apt because that's the topic of our conversation today right i agree i agree um and i think that there's going to be oh this is a topic you and i have chatted about before every now and then with our friendship um but i think that we're going to find some new stuff today i'm kind of excited to find some new angles and corners and mushrooms to look under Mushrooms? Not rocks? Why mushrooms? We're going to look under some mushrooms and see what we can find, see what little gnomes are hiding there. I love this metaphor (laughs) creation that you're you're on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nonsensical metaphor creation. It seems good that we have have one of each. Yeah. So, but hey, but before we get into that topic. Yeah. I feel like it's important to at least give a little nod because we are doing this and I'm sure we're going to have some fun with our conversation and probably we'll have some lightness to it, which is great. And I feel like I also want to acknowledge what's going on in the wider realm. This is our third episode we've done where we've been in this whole coronavirus situation and, you know, we're all locked down. Most of our country's locked down. There are people who are ill and suffering and dying and like a lot, a lot of shit's gone down. Yeah. And, I just want to. I want to just acknowledge that and say thank you to the people who are keeping stores open and working hard in hospitals and getting food to us and all that kind of stuff. Because it's just it's huge, 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 and people who are struggling without income and not knowing what's going to happen. Anyway, it's a big context. Totally. So I feel like I want to acknowledge that before we yeah, start. Yeah, totally. How are you in that right now? Uh, that's a great question. I, you know, I, 
I feel oddly calm. Like I'm fine. I'm fine. I, uh, I've got food. My house is fine. Uh, my cats are great. I've been going for nice walks on the coast. And I still have this sadness, this ongoing grief that is like needing to pass through. And then I've been processing kind of anticipatory grief. Like I'm expecting to be sad down the road. And yeah, like this, and this, will get wor- this will get worse and that will be hard. Exactly. Yeah. And that it will get harder to be alone for as long as I'm going to have to be alone. Mm. But I've found some new resources in the last couple of weeks to, to deal with that. And so I feel like I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. And yet it's the, the storm is going on outside. And every time I go outside for anything, even just to go for a walk, it's just so eerie. It's so eerie. Yeah. It's so eerie. I went to Target the other day to try to get a webcam for my Stanford class I'm teaching. And I like had this sense of my eyes were seeing everything in the store as a potential carrier of contagion. It's so, uh, yeah. It's, it's just it, what a weird filter to have on the world and unfortunate, and tragic, you know, regardless about the, all the getting sick stuff, like just the, to see the world that way is so sad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So how are you holding up? Right now I'm okay. Like this mm-hmm. week, this week I've been pretty good, um, which is nice. And part of that is like, I hit a real low point last weekend. I think we probably talked about that a little bit mm-hmm. where I just was like, and I, I think this will actually come into play in terms of extrovert introvert. I, I think that, in terms of, I, I don't think that this is not hard for anybody, and I think it's hard in different ways for, right. yeah. for folks who are super other people oriented, which I am. So mm-hmm. I had this feeling of, I felt like I was disintegrating. Mm. Like I felt like the, the, bo- the boundaries of me, the shape that makes up me, I couldn't, I'm like, what, what even it? What even is it? And I didn't want to get out of bed. And I like I felt just sort of depressed and undefined. And did I you think, see? Did you see the Avengers movie? Where like, like nine of those? Yeah. Yes. But like the second to last <laughs> one, where the bad guy Thanos was like destroying everybody, and they all just were just like floating yeah. into pieces. Was into it pieces. that kind of? Yeah. Well, it was more like melting. I think melting. It was more like, okay. Like. Uh, I don't know, or like evaporating. Okay, yeah. I was just trying to get a visual on what it felt like to you. Yeah. Like I'm becoming nothing. And I think a lot of that is because so many of the ways that I define myself are around how I, are around the experience that I share with other, the experiences I share with other people. Right. So and when what, those are so dramatically reduced, right? I it's like, what am I even here for? How do I even know what, right. you know? And so this week has been okay because I've been here for a lot of things. Like bats, bats work has been busy and I've had daily meetings with folks and there's been some more structure in my day and I've got some, some momentum because Stanford starts next week and I'm like trying to create that class. And so there's yeah. a little bit more movement, which helps me. But mm-hmm. man, last weekend was like hard. Yeah. Hard, yeah. hard. I could see that. And as we talked about last last episode, knowing the whole time, am I fine? 
I'm fine. Like right, right. I have the things that I need, but but the dramatic and sudden deprivation of like human contact, <laughs> right? It, it was a real thing. Oh, and my yeah. therapist, my therapist was like, "This isn't a you thing. This is a human thing." Like, right? This is hard, no matter who you are, to suddenly be alone all the time, and it's hard for different reasons for couples who are suddenly together all the time, right? Like, yeah. there's yeah. these different challenges that are going on. But it was helpful to me when he was like, "I just want to check in on something." This is not because you are fragile and it's not because you are particularly extroverted. It's not because you have special needs and you're particularly ill-equipped to handle this. He's like, humans have a hard time with this. So like yeah. maybe the difficulty hits on day three for you and day six for somebody else, but like, this is hard. Mm -hmm. and, it, mm -hmm. and it just was a nice... It's an affirmation of you. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I'm glad you're feeling better anyway kind of back I like that fog lifted a little bit but it was yeah. it was sort of I felt yeah I felt a little depressed I was like I haven't really eaten today I don't really care I haven't been out of bed I don't really care I haven't been outside I don't want to go outside like it was just like nothing yeah. whatever I'm just which is which also I think um really surprised me it surprises me the strength of that that reaction I like I mm -hmm. It's like the, the the concept that I have of myself doesn't include that. Right. The definition, right? Like the definition I have of myself or the script, the Lisa, the script I have of Lisa Roland does not include that mode. It, no. it never has. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh, right. I'm not going to get out of bed. I don't care. I, yeah. I'm going to decline invitations. I don't want to see anybody. Yeah. Like what? Who the hell is this? <laughs> Who's coming through? Wow. Interesting little experience in uh, compassion. Right? Oh, totally. Or, oh, my God. Completely. I understand. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, well, I am glad to hear that you're feeling better. And I think, it, like I said, I just wanted to acknowledge that whole thing. And so we're kind of surviving, doing the best we can. I miss seeing you in person still. Me too. I'm going to miss seeing you in person for a while longer. Yeah. We're, we've been maybe. joking about my dropping off some puzzles for you in a clandestine operation. Like, maybe not joking. <laughs> I'm just saying you have a lot of puzzles and I... You need some. Yeah. So we'll hook you up, but or maybe somebody will hook you up. It probably won't be me. Wink, wink. Nudge, <laughs> nudge. In case anybody's listening in, it's, I, I didn't say I was going to drop anything off. We are not. We are not. This is not breaking the law. You don't... Oh. Okay. I wanted to feel clandestine. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm a spy. Don't I can you buy, right. You're a spy. You're a totally a spy. And this Thank is you. Yeah. Right. All this right. message will self-destruct in 15 seconds. But you mentioned earlier, I should say, and you mentioned earlier, the extrovert introvert thing. And we've got one of each. So go ahead, listeners. Guess who's who. Tough. It's a tough quiz. Tough quiz. You're right. Lisa's the extrovert. That's I'm right. The extrovert. I want to ask you. How yeah. do you define these terms? What the heck? Do they, I mean, we toss these words out willy-nilly, like we're just Johnny Appleseed trying to create an orchard. What do they even mean? I don't, yeah, I, that's a good question. I know that there can be like outgoing introverts and there can be like shyness is different than introversion. Right. And like these things can sort of be conflated sometimes. And I know that they're not the same. And I'm trying to figure out, like, I don't know exactly that. 
the answer, but if when I say I am an extreme extrovert, like I mean I am I am drawn to people and I feel most in my element in interaction. Like mm-hmm. and I default that way and I feel the best that way and I'm like spun up in a really exciting way. I'm I'm energized by like yep. by by um by interactions with people. By banter. By banter, by rhythm, by like you like yeah. Inter- yeah, yeah, all that interactivity. I'm I'm like it's it it's like food. You know, it feels yeah. really good. I love it. You so you nailed like the three components that I think of with extroversion, introversion. Yeah, what do you think? And and I am basing my understanding on Carl Jung, the Swiss psychologist, sure. stu- student of Freud's, who came up with these terms. Um, oh, I didn't know he came up with those terms. Yeah, I imagine. Not that they didn't exist before, but he was the first, I, I understand, is my understanding, to use them. Wow. Um, but that it's one how are you energized? Mm-hmm. Are you energized by interaction and mingling? Or are you energized by solitude? Mm-hmm. Or re-energized, right? Um, one is how do you feel fed, which is oh. somewhat similar to energy. And you, so you use that term. It's like what nourishes you? Yeah. And then the third is how do you do your best thinking when you need to sort stuff out? Oh, my God. Right? So you're external, like, let me talk to five different people, get their opinions, my mom does the same thing. Yeah. And introverts are like, let me go inward, write my journal, do some dream work, whatever it is, go for a walk, take a shower and sort just through it and come back with it. how I feel and what I want. Yeah. And so those are like, that's the primary difference between introvert and extrovert. Mm. And according to Jung, according to Jung, forever Jung. <laughs> that's what Rod Stewart was talking about. <laughs> Forever young. Oh, that's a. I was thinking the Bob Dylan version. Oh, what's the Bob Dylan song? Uh, May you grow up to be righteous. May you grow up to be true. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's like no. the worst Bob no. Dylan impression. No, I've keep ever it done. going. Keep it going. <laughs> uh, May you stay forever young. Oh wow! Forever that's young. Yeah, yeah, I definitely thought of Rod Stewart immediately. That was like. If I played that snippet and you played it back, I would like, what song is that? I could... yeah. <laughs> that was not at all like, didn't sound like Bob Dylan, didn't sound like the tune, didn't sound like the rhythm. It sounded it's like va- you were doing something. Right. Vaguely reminiscent of something. Jeez. Okay. I commend the effort. Thank you. Got to work on that. Uh, at least we're not going to get copyright infringement laws. <laughs> yeah. Is is it subject to copyright infringement if if it's... <laughs> Absolutely, completely unrecognizable as the original song. Okay. In any case. So I think that is an accurate description of one of the ways in which you and I are different. Totally. So like after an improv show, it's really fun to go out, but you can be just like buzzing and buzzing for hours. And, and I'm like, okay. I'm just going to sit here quietly in the corner of the table and have a soft conversation with somebody. And you're like, commanding the room and like, hey, order three more beers. Yeah. Like, Jimmy, did you complete that the leather scene? And, oh, no. yeah. 
Well, which is so like like the first bats show that we did went great. When, when we were, what are you talking about? What time frame? Sorry, the online the okay first online show that we did. Yes, went so great, and. I was a part of it and we were playing and it was amazing. And then we debriefed it. And then it's like, okay, bye guys. And like, leave, click, leave meeting. Painful. And now I'm like alone in my apartment (laughs) with like all this energy dying to share it with somebody. I had to FaceTime. I like went through my friends and I was like, can you FaceTime me for a beer? Like I like got a, I got a beer out of my fridge and I like faced, I had to, I had to work it out with somebody. Like I had to be in yeah, in communicate like out externally. Yeah, involved. I so, was like driving. I was like mad. You know. That's fascinating that you say that because one of the things that is also true. So like you and I are far on these spectrums. I think I, I used to be more extroverted than I am now, hmm. um, but I have also had the experience when I have been on meetings on Zoom or even with my class where I feel that pain too of like, so being an introvert doesn't mean I don't like people. Right. Right. So I still feel the connection and I like, I like to have a wind down. I mean, I'm, I'm big on ritual anyway, but I like to have a wind down period and it's sort of like, okay, so usually when a class leaves, half the class leaves and some people stick around to talk and you get to like chat with people chat and... a little bit. But so like when the meeting ends, I click end meeting, boom, gone it feels like a piece of my heart's been ripped out yeah, it's really weird so, so even, abrupt yeah even though i'm an introvert there's still that like people connection piece which is still real right so that's one distinction like being an introvert does not mean you're a misanthrope right although some misanthropes i'm sure are introverted <laughs> i'm certain an extroverted misanthrope is kind of funny they just like go around into bars picking fights yeah, right. It would be kind of a, an unfortunate circumstance. But, um, but I definitely noticed that. So that's one thing. Another, oh, go, go ahead. Well, just by that same token, it's, it's not like I don't need time alone. Right, right. Like, yeah. Yeah, there are, bound, there are limits, you know, there's moments where it's like, I just need a night in. I just need a night in. I just think I, I get there later than you do. Right. Right. That boundary is way farther out for me than it is right. for you. Like the what too much is, is, is. Uh, that's lot. really interesting. Yeah. So it's like a toggle switch, right? Of like, so I'm, I'm doing fine longer in this sort of stay at a shelter in place thing. It's like, it's kind of how I hang out normally anyway. Yeah. And then I like go out to go to a show or maybe I go on a date or I go out to dinner with my friends or I go on a trip somewhere and I see my family. But in general, my default is like, yeah, I'm just chilling at home. Yeah. Go, go for a walk by myself. That feels good. Yeah. And the ratio is the opposite for me. Yeah, exactly. Like 80% of my life is out with people, engaged, doing yeah. things, going places. Doo, 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 doo. And then 20% of it is like, oh, I could just spend the night at home tonight. Well, that's right, novel right. and nice. Yeah. You know. So, so it shows up, one of the ways it shows up that we've talked about on an earlier episode is sometimes how we have planned or not planned for our episodes. Do you think, yeah. Do you think that's right? an introversion, extroversion thing? I think there's a dynamic of it. It's like part of me 
wants to do a little bit of thinking beforehand to generate my own understanding of what do I think about this topic? What's my take on the topic? And that you like to sort of bang it out between us in real time. time. And it's kind of surprising and fun that way. I like that too. And I like bringing a little bit of structure like, oh, I think this is a good point. That somehow is like my own thing. I've got ownership over it. Yeah. Um, Or at least it's the universes, but it's being sung through me. Some, you know, some like mystical thing like that. I feel like this calls back to our uniqueness episode. Right. Of like wanting to have a thing that nobody else has thought about. Right. Right. And so I think there's an element of that that's connected to introversion. That's, you know, I'll sort it out and come with it. So I'm, I've kind of snuck it in stealthily in this episode. Was it stealthy? I mean, you started out by saying, I have, I have thought of a, a couple of things that I'd like us to get to. Like, you did say that. I did, but I haven't been toggling. I haven't been <laughs> switching it on each time I do it. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know that you do that. All right. Okay, so... Right, so that so that was the first one was um, <laughs> introverts aren't misanthropes. <laughs> but another one, here's another one. Let's see what you think of this one. Is that there's like sensitivity. So sensitivity to noise, to light, oh, yeah, to, yeah. Stimu- to stimulation, right? And yeah. I don't. So that could be distinct from extrovert, introvert, though overlapping Venn diagram. People who tend to be sensitive, tend to be introverts, because, but maybe not. Maybe you still get your energy by being with other people. It's just you need it to be quiet. No, I've actually heard this, that there, that, that it, it, oh, I forget where. I couldn't, I couldn't cite you a study, but it was like extroverts need more sound around them to feel focused, to be able to focus. Mm, so, mm. And introverts are more sensitive to, the, to their surroundings, so less input less stimulus will register bigger in their brain interesting and it's like extroverts there's a there's a yeah yeah so like when you uh, for folks who don't know it there's a food truck festival well usually pre-covid uh food truck (laughs) say that five times fast Food Dude, truck. truck festival. What's it called? Off the grid. What? Off the grid. I was like, is it called live it up, lick it up, <laughs> eat it up? Off the grid. It's called <laughs> off the grid. <laughs> live Where's it up, my brain? lick it up. <laughs> don't, don't do that now. Um, I'm glad it's not called lick it up. <laughs> I don't know what that would be an appropriate even, name for. Even you wouldn't want to attend that food festival. Like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Even me. As an extrovert. <laughs> but okay. So there are when, many festivals I don't want to attend. It's not like if there are people, I want to be there. I do it, have standards. What's it called again? What's this Off festival? Off the grid. Thank you. <laughs> Off the grid. My brain is not functioning well. Off the grid. Like there's all these food trucks and all these people milling about and there's DJs playing music. Do you find that stimulating and exciting? Yeah. Yeah. I like din. I like it. Yeah, I do too. And then I have to like, I can do it for about five minutes. And I'm like, I need to get my food and go out and sit on one of the side picnic tables and see mm. who comes to join me. Mm-hmm. That's like my approach at parties is, yeah, I'm going to go sit in the corner and see who joins me. 
it's probably going to be another introvert. (laughs) (laughs) That's the introvert code. It is. Like, yeah, oh, I see you over there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. (laughs) Hey. It's like a trap for introverts. Okay, so it doesn't have to be extroverts love people and introverts don't. It doesn't have to be sensitivity. And as you mentioned earlier, it doesn't have to be shyness. Yeah. Like shyness or what's the opposite of shyness? Boldness, right? Because you you could be a shy extrovert, though that sounds like a painful life, right? Yeah. You, you can be a bold introvert. Like I, I don't, I definitely don't consider myself shy. I'm willing to speak up. Yeah. Somebody yeah, asked me yeah. a question. I'm, I'm forthright. I'll, you know. Yeah. And I'll have a conversation with anybody. Um, and I love public speaking. I love performing. So that usually that often throws people off. And I'm like, yeah, what? Same, you're, same is true. you're an introvert. Yeah, same is true with many members of the Bats Company. Intro, introverts, but can do wild things on stage. So it's like people have this idea that like introverts are retire shy, retiring flowers, wallflowers. And it's like, no, no, like they're it, it's it's this other thing, right? It's right. just that the introverted members of the, of the company don't necessarily want to come out and chat with people after the show. And I can't wait to. Right. Can't wait. It's like a show. Well, if it was a good show, if it wasn't a good show, I'm like, everybody just go home and pretend that didn't happen. But do you think there's any downside to your extroversion? Like, are there parts of it that frustrate you or think hold you back or. Hmm. I think sometimes they, it takes me out of balance. I think sometimes I could use more downtime. Hmm. So like you don't notice your own rhythms because you're eager for the connection with other people? Yeah, because it feels so good. Uh-huh. That it's, you know, it's, it's, I talked about this a couple episodes back that, that sometimes my compulsions don't serve me. I'm compelled mm. to be with people even when what would be better for me is to, be, is to just take, a, take some time to myself. And why would it be better for you? Um, because, because, uh, I guess my theory is that there is some benefit to, well, first of all, because things happen when I'm by myself that don't happen when I'm with other people. I clean my apartment when I'm by myself and I cook food and I get things done and I get in bed earlier and I, right. It's like, there are certain things that happen when I'm by myself that do not happen when I'm with other people. And if I'm with somebody every night of the week. I'm like out, which is not rare. Um, those things can suffer, and I won't prioritize them because my compulsion is to prioritize people, other people. Right. So, you, and I have it, a really good time doing that. It helps your physical health and your uh, sort of environmental health. Like you get your space more um, healing for you, or something like it's just more supportive of your overall life. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm. Like I. I tend to the home. I tend to my body. I tend to my home. Yeah. Right. It's like th- those things. Yeah. 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 Generally, I really like it. But of course I do. Well, yeah, it's interesting because I like being introverted too. And I feel like it gives me an observational ability that sometimes I think extroverts miss and a, and a patience that I find valuable and helpful. And I like, I like depth and, you know, 
these gifts of introversion, I think, are really cool. And so that I like poetry, that I like music, that I am easily moved. I don't know. Are those connected to introversion? I think they are somewhat. I don't know. I mean, like... Wait, but, but maybe not. But where I find it the hardest or maybe the where it causes trouble is I think the world is geared towards extroverts. Mm. And so a lot of the halls of power or mechanisms of power are in support of extroverts. Mm -hmm. And so this is, you know, this is where for me it is tied into my sensitivity. I have a hard time parsing out, is it my introversion or is it my sensitivity that gets in the way of my connecting with other people? So like, I would love to go out after a show and, be able to tolerate being in a loud bar and just hang out with people and not get exhausted. Well, but I can't. So, mm, bummer. Well, okay, I'll go home and hang out by myself, even though I was loving being with those people. It's just, it's like literally painful. I think that's more the sensitivity than, than the introversion. Yeah. That, that feels like it holds me back. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are times... For okay, here's another one in terms of promoting my business, like to just go out and schmooze. I wish I were more comfortable doing that mm-hmm. to be able to talk to people about what I do and, like, hey, what do you do? Be more conversational, like, just kind of get in the mix with people because what I people are going to ask me what I do, it's going to come up, and then they're going to be like, oh, you know, tell me more about that. Let me do that. Like, great, we should get together at the sort of spirit of collaboration. I think happens more easily for extroverts. Huh. I just feel like I've seen you be very good at that. Mm. Well, it's an effort. <laughs> like better at it than I am. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Just like striking up conversations with people. I've seen you do it at bats a lot. Like mm. turn to the person next to you and strike mm-hmm. up a conversation. And then you're like, hey, yeah, well, actually I do a podcast and it's uh, this and we do right. a and we do this thing. And yeah, I'm running some classes down at Stanford. It's like you... <laughs> Yeah. You do that. Yeah. Well, I, I think that that has, in the last couple of years, that that has definitely increased since I've been learning how to do that. And I've been yeah. practicing and, you know, sort of getting out there to say, yeah, this is what I do. And isn't, isn't it interesting? Right? Yeah. Um, and, and some of that was having to do some inner work around. It's like it's not bragging. Yeah. To share what you do in the world. Right. right. To, to see that what I offer people is of value and they actually might be good for them. And I don't have to pretend that I'm like being a salesman. I'm just yeah. telling you what I do. This is fine. You know, no pressure. So liking people, not liking people, sensitivity, not yeah, sensitivity, what, what's shyness. Next, what's next on your list, Ted? So the last one is related to improv, which is connected to status. Uh-huh. So can you give listeners, I know we did an episode on it, but just a review, a like quick two-minute explanation of what status means in improv terms? Oh, gosh. Um, status is a the uh, dynamic space between people mm. and the like, yeah, yeah. Can we, can we say power relations? Sure, but it's but we need to be careful not to, because it's behavioral, not just who's your boss. Got it. 
Yep. Right. So it's like there's so status is a little bit misleading because we think about it as like, well, who has more money? They have higher right. status. Rank. Yeah. Okay. Because of our society. But like when you look at the way. So, yeah. So but it is like who feels entitled to the space in an, in a physical interaction, who takes up more space, who takes up less space and how much communication is coming across by what you're doing with your body and how you're yeah. holding your your physicality in space. Uh in addition to what you're saying. And you can say the same thing. The script can stay the same, but you can say it in nine different ways, depending on what choices you're making with your body. And all of that are like, all of those are like status behaviors. Right. And so like other status behaviors would be how much eye contact are you making? How quickly are you moving? How hold you, how, how you hold, how do you, how still do you hold your head when you're speaking? Love it. How, and then also how, your volume, how complete are your sentences? What pauses do you take? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. And and mm -hmm. with regards to space, like if I come into your space, that's a pretty high status status move. So if I touch you, if I initiate physical contact right. in a conversation, this means that I feel entitled to my space and yours. Right. Yeah. And then one of the distinctions, so I learned this through Keith Johnstone's work, but um, it's not that high status is good and low status is bad, though societally we tend to say that. Right. Because of that word. Right. But that they are both taking part in a dynamic relationship that is changing and it can be effective to be low to play low status at one time and to play high status in another at another depending on what you're trying to get out of a situation yeah and for instance you dear listeners like all of us have situations where we very happily play low status to somebody else and right. other situations where we very happily play high status to somebody else like yeah. If you are the manager of somebody or the boss of somebody, you are entitled to different kinds of behaviors than if you are the subordinate of somebody right. or the, or the, right? Like yeah. there, there's, we shift our, 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 we shift our behavior all the time based on who we're talking to, like what, right. what relationship we're in. So we all are experts in a fluid relationship to status. And Johnstone will say that the people who become your friends quickly are the people who you can who you allow to affect your status love it it bounces back and forth and just bounce, trade it, it bounces all the back time. and forth and it's like yep. oh yeah we like tease each other we jostle each other we go for it we're all happily buying into this sort of yep. uh teeter-totter of status yeah cool i love that so okay cool so thank you for that explanation so now take that put it on extrovert introvert mash up go <laughs> no i was like i I think oftentimes people equate extroversion with high status. Mm. I think that's erroneous. So say more. I think it's an erroneous connection. I just, some of the highest status people I know are introverts. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like the, the ability to be silent, to command attention while being silent. Yeah. It's like, it can be a high status thing, right? I just think that it's half and half. Like I, I, I don't think... Yeah, I just don't think it's an introversion extroversion thing. Like mm -hmm. I think, like I'm trying to think about. Oh, we mentioned this before, but Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon Four, th mm -hmm. three. That didn't see it, but continue. I think it's Lethal Weapon. Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Yeah, and Joe Pesci, who the okay. whole time is like, "Can I get a gun? Can I get a gun? Can I get a gun? Huh? Can I have a gun? Okay, okay, okay." Right? He's just like. He's like right out there. You'd call him an extrovert. Right. He's like but in he's your low face. status. Yeah. He's not a high status character. Right. Um, and other people who like totally keep like are, are much more likely to keep to themselves and not be splashy. 
can totally be high status characters. And then there's other people who are big and sort of like fill up the space in a high status way and other people who fill up the space in a really low status way. Mm. I'm thinking of the, the quiet, still high status is the one that comes to mind for me is the Godfather. Yeah. You or like you can, he's quiet. Yeah. He's still, he's like, you better pay attention to him. Or the like, well, I was thinking about like the silent, the, like the person in the old West saloon who like walks in and looks around at everybody and like, doesn't say anything. Yeah. Highest status person on stage or in the scene right. or whatever. Right. Or also uh, like the cool kid, the cool new kid at school who like yeah. doesn't talk to anybody like reads at lunch and yeah. Self-contained. There's something cool and mysterious about him. Yeah. So I just feel like the, I bet we could come up with lots of different examples right. of high and low status. and For both extroverts for and introverts. For both extroverts and introverts. Because cool. okay, like so that's... Oprah, high status extrovert. Mm-hmm. I would guess she's an extrovert. I don't know. But like she has that energy of like yeah. interactive out there energy. Right. She, may be, right. she may be an introvert. Like I, right? Like she may. It could be performative extroversion. Yeah. 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 So that's cool. Okay. Well, yeah, so good. I like. That one, that one seems the most independent of the yeah. variables that we've talked about. That seems yeah. the most independent of the extroversion, introversion. Yeah. Piece. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, that's it. We've gone through my my uh, my prep work. We've gone through. We've gone through your listed points. Yeah. But I like exploring them. I do too. Well, what do you uh, think we have to do with imp- with improv and mindfulness? I mean, what's the, why are they on this podcast? That's a great question. Why are we, why are we having this conversation? Well, I'm going to answer that question. I'm going to answer that second question before I answer the first one. What was the second one? What's you the, said, the first one was, what do they have to do with mindfulness and improvisation? And the second one was, why are they on this podcast? Oh, okay. So part of why I think we're talking about it is because of us. Mm-hmm. And I think... One of the things I love most about you and about our connection is this difference. Because I feel like, especially when I moved out here to California and I didn't have a community, I like totally leaned on your extroversion Mm. to feel like I belonged. And so it's like, I'll go hang out with Lisa and that will put me in touch with a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. And it felt great. And it felt like it really supported me and lifted me up and was really fun. And that also you have, I mean, so you can speak to this, but my sense is that you have gained from my introversion as well and learned how to slow down or to invite yourself to go in more and and to value that side of yourself, partly from hanging out with me. And, And then in our interactions, I see the dynamic at play all the time, and I think it provides real vitality mm. to our conversations. And so there's something about, okay, cool, you've got one, this other person's got another, put them together, and there's this really cool balance, mm-hmm. yin, yang, male, female, whatever the, the thing is that provides life and wholeness. Mm. So I, I really, for Goodness. me, it's part of the monster baby experience to have that interplay and the yeah. dynamism between the two. Yeah, that's cool. Um, two things. One, 
it's hard to say if I like I know that I really value and learn from a learn from you in a lot of ways like I mm-hmm. am positively influenced uh and there's times when something comes up and I'm like I gotta ask Ted about this like Ted will know <laughs> Ted will know he will have valuable information like valuable mm-hmm. perspective right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but I don't know if that's an introversion thing hmm. like like or if it's hard, maybe it's hard to parse. It's like maybe because of sort of a basic disposition or quality you have, you have been, you have really been able to hone this self-awareness and I want to say equanimity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like honesty and clarity and, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Like all these yeah. things that I, that I really value mm-hmm. and, uh, and, hope to take a page out of your book in a lot of the ways that I approach things. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's an intro, like if that's like, that's oh, question. I benefit from your introversion. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. that that's, mm-hmm. I, I wonder about that. Um, if I bring the puzzles up, you definitely will. But I love puzzles. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Well, maybe it's a combination of my introversion and obsession. Yeah, that you have 24 puzzles. puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> the number keeps growing each episode of the podcast it's going to be more until i to, deliver some you're up yeah. to 24 now i'm over 20 you're over 20 we'll leave yeah. it at that yeah um the other thing that i know like when i listen back to our podcast episodes i just mainly notice that i interrupt you all the time <laughs> like listening i'm like lisa just let him finish a sentence like i'm just like jump in all the time right and i have apologized to you before about that <laughs> try to keep it in mind that's funny yeah that's funny yeah and i don't know if that's an extroversion introversion i bet it's somewhat there's there's a venn diagram there as well but okay but so what does this have to do with mindfulness and improv then Let's well and there is that like just to interrupt you one more time there is that external <laughs> Like case in point, <laughs> yeah, just to demonstrate exactly what you're talking about. Uh, I am 100% an external processor, meaning I don't know what I think about something until I've had a chance to work it out out loud. Right. Like it doesn't happen on my own. Can you do it on a whiteboard? Does that count or does it have to be spoken? No, spoken. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. Sp- it must be spoken. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes, truly, Truly, the way that I will work something out is like, hold on, I need to go have some conversations about this. Like, mm-hmm. let me go have some conversations about this mm-hmm. and then come back. And a lot of times, all it takes is me telling a person something to recognize where I stand on it. But I didn't know it before I said, it, said that right. thing out loud. Right. So this, this concept, I had, I had worked on a project with an introvert once. <laughs> <laughs> oh, must have been horrible. And this person would say things like, well, I think the best thing to do now is like go away and think about this and then come back with a plan. And I was like, that is exactly not the best thing. Like that may be the best thing for you to do. I promise I will, I will know nothing more than I know right now if we both go away and think about it. Right. It was like, it, yeah. Right. Very, I was like, oh, we have a difference in work style. Send that person off to think about it for 15 minutes. You do something else. Like, I'll go get a sandwich and talk to Linda, the sandwich lady, about it. Right. And then come back and then just have them tell you what they thought. And then you can bounce ideas back and forth. It, totally. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I will know fun. what I'm talking about. I'll know how I feel. And then, yeah, it's, it all happens real, like out loud, real time, which is why writing a book. Right. I mean, 
what alone? Like I can't. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And when I was, we were talking about writing a book based on our podcast, we floated the idea of doing it together and it became clear pretty quickly that that wasn't going to work for you because it, this wasn't, yeah, that yeah. mode, that mode of spending all that time. Uh, that's not where I want to put my, that's not how I want to pass my time. It ain't how you roll, baby. Not how I roll. Yeah. Totally. So, so let's come back to your other question, which I believe was question number one in this little round. It's important to keep Just it to straight. Just keep it sorted. I'm trying to keep it all sorted out. Make sure we have this <laughs> sequence my grids. down. <laughs> trying to help people follow along. Pull out your uh, spreadsheet. <laughs> what, uh, what does this have to do with... Okay, I'm distracted now because you just used the word spreadsheet and we had a meeting a little bit ago with a colleague <laughs> who was enjoying putting the word egg wherever it could go, like excellent or... What a funny thing. Extermination. And it's then, like her favorite thing, which is such a unique and specific favorite yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and then she like, said... I was like, don't get Ted going. He's going to go she, on this forever. Then she said, spreadsheet. <laughs> One of her friends said, spreadsheet. <laughs> which I think is awesome. <laughs> Just, so, and she herself was like, I don't think that cuts it. Like, I don't no. think spreadsheet. I don't I, think it... I think it's awesome. So yeah. I'm just... Well, I heard the word spreadsheet. and yeah. Okay, but anyway... Back to your question, which is... Could, could I say, Teg de Maison? <laughs> yes! Ted yes. Deg Maison? Ted Deg Maison. Yeah. I definitely give you permission. Great. Um, <laughs> egg, to, to put egg... In, anyway, okay, anyway, Where, what, does, what do introversion and extroversion have to do with mindfulness and improvisation, or vice versa? Okay, well. If anything, maybe they don't, and we're just indulging ourselves in a fun conversation today. Yeah, well, isn't that sort of what this whole podcast is about? Ah, ah, touche. Indulging ourselves in fun conversation. Hopefully. That's the plan. That's why I'm here. As far as we have a plan, anyway. Spoiler alert. That's what I'm, that's (laughs) why I come. Um, One thought I have is that I think a lot of people think that improv is an extrovert's territory. Mm-hmm. And I disagree. Mm-hmm. And I think that that people who think that improv is an extra is an extrovert's territory are people who think it's all about being loud and funny. Yep. And yep. actually, it's about noticing and reacting. Love it. <laughs> and and introverts are really good at noticing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And have crazy, often really rich internal lives, like mental. Right. And imaginations and things like that. So some of my very favorite improvisers are introverts. Mm-hmm. Very favorite. And generally, the ways that we differ are, I usually hit the stage first. Mm-hmm. Like I like, let's go. Oh, it's out there. Yeah, here we go. Because I'm like, what am I going to learn standing back there? Like, let's just get yeah. out there and then we'll see what's happening. But But they come in with this like, you know, it's like, it, it's, it, it's fantastic. So I just want to mention that, that like, that's one thing that I think is a misconception yeah. that like uh, improv is for extroverts, yeah. I don't, but I don't buy it. I totally get it. And the person who comes to mind for me most vividly when you say that is Dave Dennison mm. at BATS. And Dave, a wonderful improviser, 
tends to be quiet, but tends to be very detailed and very precise. The names he comes up with are awesome. The feelings, the emotions, the He notices everything. Space work. And you two have a a format that you've created together called Awkward Dinner Party that I think gets the similar benefit that we do on this podcast. That show gets the benefit of you two having that dynamic tension between your styles Mm -hmm. and his his precision and your energy come together and you're very precise also and you're very observant and he's also can be very energetic and bold but there's something about it that makes that show really snap to life yeah. in ways that other other shows might not uh-huh so that's cool that's cool and i yeah i mean if i were going to say something about mindfulness i think that i think that introverts are more easily drawn to the teachings and practices of mindfulness because mindfulness has been taught as a stillness thing uh-huh. and a silence thing yeah. and a, an inward notice your breath, notice your body sensations. And that's part of my designing the notion of playful mindfulness is coming out of our partnership, but the, the idea that these can go together and you can practice mindfulness while you're having fun, while you're while you're playing, playing a game. game or while you're interacting with somebody, you're in a conversation. So I learned a lot from a guy named Gregory Kramer through this practice called insight dialogue. It's still pretty internal focused, but it's at least in conversation and you're involved with another person and that other person's, the stimulation of being with that other person is a mechanism for noticing what is and what's happening. Mm. Right. So that it's like, Paying attention isn't just focused inward. It's also seeing the world around me and taking that in and connecting with and even identifying with that. Mm-hmm. And so it, I think that those approaches to mindfulness are more welcoming to extroverts. And so mm-hmm. then in my classes or my retreats that I run, I tend to get a neat balance of extroverts and introverts because of that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really important offering like, Extroverts can practice mindfulness too. It can be helpful yeah. for them. Yeah. You know? So I, I, that's one place I see it overlapping anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked that question. Yeah, I feel like both of them have... There can be a misconception about both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That if you think mindfulness is about... Or like meditation is about doing nothing. Mm-hmm. In the same way that you think improv is about being loud and being being loud and funny, right? Well, say of course that you're not going to think that that this is suited to you if you don't have that. Right. If you don't like naturally fall into that that groove or whatever. That mode, but, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think it might be something different. So I think so. I think so. All right. Well, hopefully, we've expanded your sense of possibility for yourself in terms of what you might explore in your own life, listeners. And I hope. I hope also a little bit of self-love, like self-acceptance of wherever you are. It's okay. Yeah, you I just your, hope you had a nice time. Got your gifts. You yeah. had a nice time. That's really, that's, uh, I, yeah. Good time. Enjoyed, enjoyed coming along with us for this exploration. A little, little respite and renewal. I may, I maybe I hope, maybe the thing that I hope most is like, well, I hope you saw yourself in some of what, what you heard. Mm, nice. Like, I hope you saw yourself or people that you love in some of what you heard. Because I think that that's a powerful thing. Cool. Affirmation. More affirmation, more love, 
more witness, more witnessing, more witnessing, everybody in on it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Any last, last words of wisdom? No, thank you. Thanks I mean, for if, listening. If you, if you come up with any in the next minute, we could put them in the outro, but. Oh, wait, here's my last words of my last thought. Oh, okay. Is just sending you listeners a Care Bear stare. We talked about one. Care Bear stares of love. Yeah. Another yeah. one. I don't think that there can be too many. I agree. Uh, because we're all in our own little pods and it feels really important to, to very explicitly say that no matter where you're listening from, you're getting some of my love right now. Amen to that. Mine yeah. too. Mine too. Plenty to go around. So, hey, thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Later. Listening, everybody. Really nice to have you with us. Yeah. As always. Yeah. Hope that was fruitful. Mm-hmm. Uh, as <laughs> I wanted to use fruitful as an image, it just wasn't there. I was going to say, no. it's springtime. Fruit's not here yet. There's no harvest. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hope it was juicy and Hope no- you liked it. I really, I hope you liked it. Yeah. And uh, anything you're taking away from the conversation, Lise? Mm, oh, I enjoyed the exploration. Mm hmm. But nothing, yeah. nothing rocks my world. I'm not like, oh. Yeah, I, what I'm leaving with is this, like, this fine balance between acknowledging and identifying my own tendencies. So, like, okay, you tend to be an extrovert. I tend to be an introvert. Without getting too wedded to them and, like, yeah. closing in, like, well, I'm an introvert, so I have to do it. Like, so that mm. means that this is how I am. Yeah, and I, I'd like, I, I like the sort of expansion of, like, well, let me feed that side of my personality and build it up a little bit. So like I get to be all of who I am. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're just right? all capable of all sorts of modes. Exactly. So that's what kind of what I'm leaving with. It's like and a that, re, and then, re in, invitation to yeah. explore all those sides. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So I hope everybody feels that way. You get to have all of who you are. We're all very complicated. Ah, uh, we're all very complicated. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the simple truth? Ooh. Ooh, paradox. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything to plug? You've got, we've got Bats Improv oh, Show. I got stuff to plug. Coming up. Um, yeah, yeah. Bats, is, Bats is performing every Friday and Saturday night for the foreseeable future. Certainly through April. Uh, maybe through May. We'll see how long this lockdown lasts. But we're, we're going for it. We're doing shows every Friday and Saturday right now. It's something different every time, every night. Yep. And they're, they're uh, free to join and take part. You get an invitation to donate to Bats. But don't have to and uh, come take part and they've been really innovative it's been They're, really fun to watch creation happening we're like figuring out how to use zoom for improv in fun ways it's, it's really a blast yeah so i hope you'll hope you'll get in on that uh and i have started doing playful mindfulness get-togethers and uh, so i'm going to do one on sunday morning april 5th uh, well, Is this morning. episode going to be out by then? I'm hoping it's going to be out on Saturday. You beast. Uh, we're going to see. But um, yeah, Sunday, April 5th, and then probably relatively regularly after that. But just a chance to get together and take some quiet time, maybe have a little mini mindfulness lesson, and then get a chance to play some games so people can feel a little bit of community while we're all separated. So awesome. uh, Sunday at noon, if you're interested, go to the Playful Mindfulness Facebook page and check it out or send me an email. Um, 
If you've got any notes for me or Lisa, or you want to say something about the podcast, info at monsterbabypodcast.com. I wonder if that's going to work with the lag time on Zoom. Anyway. Oh. There you have it. We got it. You know how to reach us, people. Yeah. Thank you so much. Let's let them go. Thank you. We love you. Big hugs. See you next time. On we go. Bye.